This shit a motherfucking layup. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 14 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, Mike Curry. I know it's been a little while. I know it's been almost a week since I gave you guys an episode, and I, I want to apologize for that. But a lot has happened. So let's get right into it. Let's not waste any time. So today's topics are, of course, we talk NBA playoffs. The Cavaliers and the Warriors are the first two teams in NBA history to start 8-0 in the playoffs. Has this been the weakest playoffs we've seen in recent memory? I'm going to talk a little bit about that. We also got Spurs-Rockets action. That game came down to the wire last night. We also have Game 5 on hand tonight. The Celtics versus the Wizards at the TD Garden tonight. And I want to talk a little NFL news, Aaron Hernandez news, NHL news. We got the Caps. The Caps have a Game 7. They have forced a Game 7 tonight against the Penguins. That game is in D.C. at the Verizon Center. I don't watch hockey, but I will tune into that. And I want to backpedal a little bit. I'm going to talk Area 21. You know, Kevin Garnett's show that's on TNT. They had an interesting segment the other night. I'm going to play a sound bite from that, and I'm going to give my reaction. And then I'm going to get into some local news. So let's get it, guys. I want to start with the defending champs. I know we had some Spurs-Rockets action, but I want to start with the defending champs. The Cavaliers completed their sweep against the Raptors over the weekend. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I did not watch a single full game of that series. I did not watch it at all. Like I knew what was going to happen. I thought the Raptors could could at least win a game. Like, like wow, y'all couldn't win a game. But what made me mad the most is how these guys were reacting after they got swept. The comments that DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry were making are just absolutely absurd and weak. They're conceding to LeBron James. LeBron James is great. He is an all-time great. He's arguably a top three player. I got him second best. But these guys are conceding to his greatness. DeMar DeRozan is saying if we had LeBron James on our team, we would have won. Why are you saying that? Why are you saying that? Are you serious? I understand he's great. The Cavaliers are a great team. But you're conceding like that? You didn't hear other great players. Well, you guys aren't even great players. You guys are good players who play good in the regular season. But you guys choking the playoffs. You know, 2015, you guys got swept by the Wizards. Two years later, you guys are getting swept by a better team, a great team. But you didn't hear other guys complaining and saying, oh, if we had such and such on their team, we we would have won too. You didn't hear LeBron saying that when he couldn't beat Boston or when he couldn't beat Orlando. He didn't say, oh, we had Dwight Howard on our team in 09. Uh, we would have won. No. So what are you guys saying that for? This is absolutely weak. I don't get it. Kyle Lowry is subject to opt out this summer. He's saying he wants to play in the West, so now you're running away from LeBron, and now next year you're going to have to play against CP3 if he stays in the West. Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, even Damian Lillard. The West is a 
is a gauntlet full of point guards. And this guy saying he wants to go play in the West. Good luck to you, my friend. Good luck to you. But another news, the Cavs swept their series against the Raptors. LeBron James has been absolutely amazing inside and outside. You know, shooting like 60%. Shooting a great percentage behind the arc. This is honestly all of Klay Thompson's fault. You guys remember last year where Klay Thompson said that this is a man's game and LeBron sort of laughed it off? I guess he just got his feelings hurt. <laughs> Listen, ever since that moment, LeBron James has not lost a postseason game. I believe this is 11 straight games that LeBron James has won. This is part of Klay Thompson's fault. I was just joking around, but seriously, this is this might be Klay Thompson's fault. I want to move right along to the Warriors and Jazz series. The Warriors swept the Jazz. And I figured it was going to be a sweep. I did. I really did. I watched one game. I watched game three. And game three was the only real shot, in my opinion, that the Jazz had of winning. You know, I watched that game. Kevin Durant was big. He had 38. Klay Thompson and Steph Curry were really struggling. I believe they made two three-pointers combined that game. You know, that's not going to happen anymore. Golden State is just on another level. That game got a little chippy. That, that was Utah's chance to win a game, but they ultimately got swept. I didn't even watch game four. I knew what was going to happen. And we I think the NBA is sort of ruined. I mean, we're all just waiting for the finals. We knew what the finals matchup was going to be when KD announced he was going to Golden State. We're just waiting, honestly. Luckily, we still have an interesting Celtics and Wizards series and a Houston, a Houston and San Antonio series that's interesting as well. So I'm going to talk Houston and San Antonio. Last night, that game came down to the wire, the absolute wire. It came down to overtime. Kawhi Leonard was injured. He he got hurt. He sat on the bench through overtime. But that game came down to the wire with Manu Ginobili blocking James Harden's potentially game-tying three-pointer at the buzzer. Yes, Manu Ginobili still getting it done, a vet. That showed me a lot, man. That showed me a lot of heart from him. And I think the Spurs are really now in control of the series. We know Kawhi Leonard is injured, but... They're saying that he will play in game six. But I said Houston is six earlier. You guys can kill me, kill me, whatever. I, I, I don't know. I would guess I was a prisoner at the moment after game one. But the Spurs have really got their stuff together. They're receiving contributions from all the guys that need to be contributing. LaMarcus Aldridge has played, he's played better. I wouldn't say he's been playing great. He's been playing better. Patty Mills had 20 last night. They got, they got a lot from Danny Green. He has 16. He had a crazy shot at the end of the third quarter. That game that game was crazy. It was a pretty good game. James Harden was 11-24 from the field, 33 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, but it was not enough to get the job done. So it's going to be an interesting game six in Houston. Moving right along, I want to talk Wizards and Celtics. The last time I talked Wizards and Celtics, the series was 2-0. Now we're looking at a tied series. The Wizards took care of business in game three and four at the Verizon Center. I want to shout out to John Wall. And this is an interesting stat. John Wall in the playoffs has had, I believe, 11 consecutive games with 20 points 
and seven assists with at least 20 points and seven assists. The other guys on that list are Tim Hardaway. Tim Hardaway was a really phenomenal player in the 90s, you know, with the with Ron TMC, Golden State. You know, you had Chris Mullen, Tim Hardaway, Mitch, Rich, Mitch Richmond. That might be before your time, though. And Michael Jordan is also on the list. So anytime you're on a list with Michael Jordan, you're doing something great. You're doing something special. I said on last week's podcast, before game three, that the Wizards were going to have to get things done. They were going to have to get things done. They were going to have to get some contributions from other guys. Bojan Bogdanovic is a completely different player at home. He's been outstanding. But I want to say this. Kelly Oubre getting ejected in game three was the igniter that the Wizards needed. That was the igniter. That was the fire that they needed. Kelly Oubre being suspended, getting that ejection. And I think Kelly Olenek's somewhat of a dirty player. But Kelly Oubre getting ejected out of that game is something special. I think that ignited the team. That ignited everybody. And I'm, I'm glad to see that the series is tied. The Wizards have been playing well. John Wall been playing great. Guys have been contributing. Otto Porter been playing great. He was really active. This this series th- tonight is gonna be the defining moment. We have a game five in Boston. I want to see what the Celtics are made of. I also want to see will the Wizards continue to do what they have been doing. I want to see it. Game five tonight. That game is going to be at 8 o'clock on TNT. I will be watching. I hope you guys will be watching too because this has been the best playoff series we've had in the entire playoffs. People are watching. These two teams don't like each other. They don't. I wish I wish the whole NBA was like this. Everybody wants to be buddy-buddy, you know, hugging each other, teaming up with each other. I want to see, I want to see like, you know, some parody, man, you know, Bad boy Pistons days. These two teams do not like each other. I want to see it. Game five is going to be crazy. It's a big game. I think the winner of game five will win this series. If Boston wins game five, Lord, I please hope I'm wrong. But I picked the Wizards in six. It's still a chance, but game five is going to be a big game. Series tied 2-2. Since I was just on the Celtics subject, I want to talk Area 21. You guys know the show on TNT with Kevin Garnett. He has his segments. And uh, the other night, it was a Celtics reunion for the most part. Kevin Garnett was in the house, of course, his show. Paul Pierce was also in the house. Kendrick Perkins was in the house. Glenn Big Baby Davis was in the house, as well as Rajon Rondo. And... A touchy subject came up about Ray Allen. You know, people are asking, why why isn't Ray here? And they sort of addressed that. So I want to play, you know, some of the sound bites from that. I'm not going to play. It was a six-minute segment where they were talking about Ray Allen. And I'm going to play you just a little bit of it. It's going to be Kevin Garnett and what Paul Pierce had to say, the two, you know, important guys. You know, the two guys, the, the two-thirds of the big three where they had KG, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce. I'm going to play KG and Paul Pierce soundbites. Here we go. Uh, people don't understand that this is real life for us. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the situation with Ray is very sensitive. 
Um, uh -huh. You know, and I think that when we all talked about doing this reunion tour, we was talking about, you know, guys to reconsider loyal and part of this group. Just <clears throat> being honest, my two cent man, when Ray decided to go to the Heat, I feel like he moved on. And he went to pursue another ring, and he got another ring. Shout to him. And that's it. You know, it wasn't no other Wizards. It wasn't no other Spurs. It wasn't no other Heat. It wasn't nobody. It was all Celtics invited to this. If anybody got anything, just try to say this, love. Go ahead, bro. I was initially hurt by the whole way everything went down. Like, I don't have no beef with right. none of my teammates or nothing. I was just hurt on how it went down, how, you know, we all came together. We talked about it. We talked every day. We right. hung out all the time. And then when it was time for, like, free agency and to each his own. Right. The free agency. Okay. If Perk wanted to go somewhere, if Rondo, you... That's a decision. That's cool, but I thought we formed a brotherhood here Absolutely. in Boston. We did. And, and, and you know, just to how we carried ourselves, not only on the court, but off the court. And I just figured, like, if it was me leaving or KG leaving, that would have been like, you know, where Rondo, Perk. I'm gonna go ahead and move. Uh, baby, you know what, this is what I've been thinking about. That was That's what I was hurt by when Ray didn't just at least give us a heads up about it and then it was just like to go to the team I, I think I would have even took it better if he has just like just talked to us about it oh, I don't know how his relationship was with Doc it was kind of souring at the time mm -hmm. because Avery was getting more minutes and so I can understand all that but I just felt like we should have had a conversation and then it, I think it would have it would have settled over a little bit more right, I don't I think agree. we would have been as salty at right, him. Right. you know even though it was Miami we hated him we hated Miami, and that was our rival. We going at it with them, LeBron, all them. So I right. just think if we had all just kind of talked about it, it would have been a little different than it is now. Now it's uncomfortable. <laughs> I haven't talked to Ray in, in some years I now. And, you know, it just, it just, it's different. Well, I, I... Very interesting segment. Um, I'm not a Celtics fan. I'm actually a Lakers fan, so I was hurt when those guys defeated us at 08. But... I don't really have, I mean, it's kind of like a Kevin Durant situation, similar, but not quite because Ray Allen was at the end of his career. Kevin Durant is a superstar. But if those guys are brothers, like they're saying that they, they were, like how KG and Paul Pierce said they were brothers, even later on in the segment, they say they would come to each other's houses, you know, spend time with each other's family, stuff like that. They were brothers. I thought, I, I mean, if they were brothers, I think Ray could have told those guys, but I mean that—that's what it is. But Ray Allen sort of fired back with a, a, a Facebook post, and it was a picture of Ray Allen in a Heat jersey. He has the ball, and Rondo is defending him, and he's kind of like in a triple threat position. And the caption says, "The power to push limits." So whatever that means, I saw a lot of funny stuff on Twitter. Somebody said Ray Allen should uh, put all of those guys in a group message and put his Miami Heat ring in there. And I thought that was funny. But, I mean, you know, to each his own. Ray went to South Beach, got another ring. Not mad at him. Obviously, you know, it's still, you know, still some friction there. Hopefully those guys patch it out, man. That was a great team in 08. They had a couple of good runs. They even went to the finals in 2010. So we're just going to have to see. Moving right along really quick. NFL news. I want to talk Aaron Hernandez. Whose murder conviction has been vacated. I believe there's a law in Massachusetts. Where um, if you commit suicide. 
if you like commit suicide, your like conviction could be overturned. So his conviction has been erased. The judge agreed to erase the conviction. And his appeal was not heard at the time of his death. Which means, you know, there's fair game involved. Aaron Hernandez's camp can now try to get, you know, some of the money from the New England Patriots organization, the money that he was due. I think, you know, obviously this is, you know, a really tragic situation. I, I said when when the news broke that the biggest loser in this situation is his daughter and his fiance, mainly his daughter. She doesn't get to grow with her father, all these unanswered questions. And I guess Aaron Hernandez made the best that he could do out of a really bad situation, you know, if, in fact, you know, some of the money of, you know, his Patriots contract is awarded to his family, I guess I guess that's good enough because he was going to be in jail for life anyway. So I guess he made you know, the best out of a bad situation. That's all I really have to say about that. Moving right along, I do not watch a lot of hockey, but I best to watch it tonight. We have a Game 7, the Washington Capitals versus the Pittsburgh Penguins. It's a game seven in the playoffs. Will the cap choke again? I hope not. But there's a game seven tonight at the second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs in hockey. And we have the Capitals versus the Penguins tonight at the Verizon Center at 7.30 p.m. I hope the Caps get it done. Home ice obviously hasn't meant much in this series, but hopefully the, the Caps can get it done in front of their fans tonight and do it for, you know, for D.C. sports. It's a big night in D.C. sports. Obviously, the Wizards in a critical game five and a game seven in the NHL. I guess it doesn't get anything better than that. I know you hockey fans are really happy. And I'm going to I'm gonna try to watch some of this. No, unfortunately, the Wizards game comes on at 8, but this is, comes on at 730. So I'm going to be flicking back and forth. No. I always support the home team, so that's what I'm going to do. And as always, I'm going to wrap things up with some local news. It's going to be a little longer than usual. Local news. The other day, Scott McLuhan, it was either yesterday or the other day, Scott McLuhan, Redskins, former GM, Scott McLuhan appeared on 106.7 The Fan, local DC sports radio station, for those of you who don't know. And they talked with them. It was the Grand Danny Show, and they talked with them. And they talked to him about a number of things. One one thing I really want to point out is him, Scott McLuhan and his wife are auctioning off old Redskin apparel, a tan suit that he used to wear to the games. They're auctioning off that. They're also auctioning off uh, some hats. And the great thing about it is they're donating the money to some Redskins charities as well as some other local charities in the DMV area for foster kids. I thought that was great. And I want to talk about what really what they really talked about. Scott McClune was really classy in this interview. He said he really enjoyed his time with the Redskins. Unfortunately, things didn't work out. I know that's the politically correct answer and what you should say if you're on radio or TV, somewhere where you can be heard to the outside. But he sounded, you know, really classy, you know, really humble about it. He loved the organization. He had nothing but great things to say about the organization. One thing I want to point out is he said 90% of the draft board was made up. He was a part of that. And he likes their picks. He says the organization is going to be in good hands. He hopes Kirk Cousins gets a long-term deal done. 
And he said he think Kirk Cousins has what it takes to, you know, compete. He has great qualities, great leadership qualities. And he said the Redskins are going to be fine. He said he knows they have a tough schedule, but they're going to be fine. They're in good hands. He said he would love to go back to being a GM, but he has a scouting service where teams have called, been calling him, you know, throughout the whole draft process about, you know, particular players, underclassmen, you know, players eligible for the draft, stuff like that, stuff of that nature. And that's pretty much what went on in his interview. So I want to wrap things up by saying, you know, thank you for everybody for listening. Thank you all for the love and support. I know it was about six days before I gave you guys another episode and I'm sorry for the wait. And I just want to thank everybody, you know, for the continued love and support. I hope you guys love hearing this as much as I love talking about sports. And if you made it this far to the podcast and you've been listening to the whole thing, I got some great news that I wanted to share with you guys. A good friend of mine um, who graduated from the same high school I went to, he has his own radio show. It's him and a good friend of his, Shane. His show is going to be called No BS, The Brandon and Shane Show. It is going to be on WBGRonline.com every Friday at 1 p.m. Why am I telling you this? Well, I always support, you know, people doing their thing locally. But I'm supporting this because, well, another reason I'm supporting this is because I will be joining these guys on this show every Friday as their basketball and football analysts. And I'm living a dream. This is just a start, honestly. And, you know, I guess doors are opening up. I just want to thank everybody for the love and support. And, you know, I'm really just getting started on things. This is only the beginning. I just want to thank everybody for listening. You know, Mike Curry signing out. Episode number 14 is done.